0: That could be the reason that all of this happened And I hope it never happens again It's too late And I hate to see you go
1: Oh my goodness, music from Government Mule, that from their brand new record and a track called After the Storm, uh, new album's called Like a River. Of course, uh, features Warren Haynes. Warren Haynes was one of the key uh, key players, uh, a guitar player in the Allman Brothers band along with a guy named Derek Trucks. Now together, they discovered a band, a guy named Marcus King. And we just heard from King a moment ago from his brand new record called Young Blood and a track there called It's Too Late, and can that kid tear it up or what? And guess what? He's on the Dan Auerbach record label. In fact, Dan produced that record. And so I'm beginning to see a trend here. My musical tastes seem to be evolving very quickly, and I'm kind of falling into this sort of trap of following uh, Auerbach through his explorations. And man, isn't it fun? Well, the other day, uh, Barb and I went down to see Diana Ross, and it was kind of one of those things where your wife, your spouse, says, hey, I want to do this. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. And, you know, in your mind, and this is one of my favorite rock and roll quotes of all time from Iggy Pop. It's, uh, come on and bore me, dollface." It's kind of a sexist remark. But let's face it, Iggy Pop was all sex. But anyway... Uh, so I'm waiting for Diana Ross, and my expectations are not very high. i got to be honest with you. It's in the Orpheum. It's basically sold out. Uh, I'm the youngest guy in the room, and she knocked my socks off. I couldn't believe it, and she was so approachable. She's signing autographs from the stage. She's, getting, she's handing the microphone down to people so they can sing along on perp- certain songs. She comes out and slaughters the crowd with the Supremes, comes back with that sort of Uh, disco-y dance sort of sound that she has. And then she's got a brand new record out that she wrote with one of her singers. They had a 10-piece band on the stage. And what's interesting is the male singer was singing the higher parts than the other female backup singer. So you have uh, Diana Ross, a female backup singer, and a male backup singer. And it was the male that was singing most of the high parts right up there with Diana Ross. In fact, they wrote the new album together. And so it was, uh, I gotta say she really now you understand she's 80 years old and it's like okay you're an icon I get it took me a while I'll shut up and go home now and enjoy the show let's hear some music from Greg Allman as we wrap up this set of music which was clearly inspired by the Allman Brothers
0: well I'm going to California tomorrow
2: We'll I'm just
1: Joe Bonamassa track, they're called Black Roses, and he does this deal every once in a while where you sign up for the email chain or you do this or you do that, and they send you a new track that never shows up on an album. Like, I'm in for that, that sounds good. So, that's how we stay ahead of the ball game here at Pacific Street Blues. We whore ourselves out for our email address just so you can hear good music on a Sunday morning. I hope you think it's worth it. <laughs> well, some of the show's coming up again. We mentioned this September 27th. Damone Fowler will be over at the Waiting Room at about 60th and Maple Street on Benson Street. Chris Logger is solo at the Waiting Room. Same location. Stuart Copeland's going to be with the uh, orchestra on the 30th. And I'm sure they'll be playing like Curved Air. And didn't he do a band with Stanley Clark? And he did a band with Adrian Blue, And then he did Curved Air and The Police. And Wow. Uh Tower of Power is going to be uh here in town at the Orpheum on October 6th. I'm really super looking forward to that. Peter Gabriel on the 16th at Ball Arena out in Denver. I know some boys that are going to go to that. And then uh on Halloween through November 5th, Tina, the Tina Turner story, will also be at the Orpheum. So those are some good shows. And, of course, coming up, you've got Aerosmith with the Black Crows on what they label as their... See you later, alligator sort of tour. Lake Street Dive will be in on uh, November fourteenth at the Orpheum, and then the Iguanas featuring Joe Cabral. Wow, it's going to be at the Waiting Room on the part of the Sunday Roadhouse series. That show on November eighteenth. Wow, wow, wow. Speaking of uh, Tower of Power, I'm in the mood. Are you in the mood? Let's go. <laughs> Kind of nice. the Tower of Power, comes to Omaha, and then imitates our own band, Travis. If you haven't seen Travis, local horn-driven band out of South Omaha, those boys can rock it like nobody else. James and the Rhythm Tramp set from their brand new record in a track called Gimme Some Skin. And then prior to that, uh, again, we were talking earlier about this compilation album put together by Dan Auerbach. And uh, one of the tracks here, Ben Harper, Charlie Musselwhite, Keith Richards, Bentmont, Tinch, and more doing a track there called Like a Locomotive. Of course, Harper and Muscle White, Charlie Muscle White, who's been playing the harmonica with everybody from Bob Dylan in the early 1960s on. Super nice guy. Uh, Well, anyway, they've done an album together, too, actually, that I'm aware of on Stax Records, so they've been doing this for a bit. Well, want to remind you, of course, post a picture of what you do while you're listening to Pacific Street Blues on our Facebook page. We keep the playlist there. So if I play any songs and you didn't hear them or I didn't say them, which is equally likely, well, it should be listed right there. And we'd love to hear what you think. Give us a like while you're there. Uh, We'll use your name, not in vain, on next week's show when we get around to it. Speaking of next week's show, of course, we're going to do a spotlight on the Everly Brothers. Truly. Truly, some amazing influences and kind of—I don't know—one of the things I enjoy about researching these shows because I don't know if you noticed, but I'm researching them more and more—is the serendipity of these strange connections. For example, did you know? All right, think about the Everly Brothers, right? The 1950s, huge number of hits, and then it just kind of all stops in 1963, and things change a lot for them, but there's a connection between the Everly Brothers and Jimi Hendrix. It's an amazing connection, and it took a while to figure it out, but I kind of thought, hey, there's a connection here, and we were able to find it. So we'll talk about that next week. It'll be a lot of fun. Well, blues rock, blues, blues rock, rock. It's all kind of the same to me, I guess. I don't know. But Aerosmith is going to call it quits. A few years ago in the year of the blues, they did do a blues record. It was a pretty interesting blues record. And, of course, uh... They're going to have the Black Crows opening for them when they come to town. So why don't we hear from them and take kind of a blues rock break right here on Pacific Street. (laughs) Please. Cinda Williams featuring Bruce Springsteen on one of her new releases. She's got like three out right now. I can't keep up with her. She's got this whole jukebox series where she'll do an album of all Rolling Stones covers, which, of course, I bought. And and she just keeps rolling and rolling. Uh, This particular track, My New York City Comeback or My New York Comeback. Also, we heard from a new artist. Don't know a thing about him, but his name is Jimmy Hall and a track there called Jump for Joy. Kind of got that jump blues sort of feel thing going for it. Yes, it does. Well, it's time for me to get out of here. Of course, I hope you visit the podcast. Uh, Just Google Pacific Street Blues Podcast. It'll pop right up. I think the Apple platform's the best. But recently, we got onto the um, Google platform. So uh, continuing to get more and more listens, which is great. And next week, like I said, we've been working on the Everly Brothers. And tune in, man. uh, Yeah, I know it's not the blues, but like today... We're all kind of circling around the blues, playing a lot of blues rock and, and rock that has blues and intonations to it. But a lot of new releases today, some very hip stuff. Um, and, you know, it takes a while to get used to these new artists. But what you don't want to do is get stuck in with the old guys. You want to keep moving and, like a shark. You're just moving through looking for the newest music and And what sounds good and why does it sound good and who is that? Hopefully you're feeling like a bit of that here on Pacific Street Blues these days, along with, you know, we're still supporting the local artists who had five, I think, on the show today. So that's always fun. Well, it's time for me to cut out of here. Jump in the podcast. We'll see you next week. We're going to leave you with uh, Larkin Poe. Yes, they are grand nieces, I think, of Edgar Allan Poe. But if you look at the videos and their social media position, they are tearing it up. And when we look at the next generation of blues fans, they're coming out of guys like Dan Auerbach and Larkin Poe. And I've been spending some time trying to listen to that music and figure out, you know, what's going on? Do I like this? Yeah, I like it. I hope you do, too. Also, Bywater Call. We saw them with Playing With Fire. So uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.